0: a mission. To explore the far reaches of cinema, three daring adventures dive deep into the Criterion and beyond. These are the tales of their adventures. This is Cynonauts!
1: Hey, this is Ian. I'm Boom. This is Catcher. And just like that, the Cinnanauts are back again. We're diving into two episodes of And Just Like That, episodes eight and nine leading into the finale. And of course, it is a Cinnanauts in the City episode, so we have to have our guest. And our guest this week, dear friend of the show, dedicated runner to the stars, (laughs) podcast fitness influencer, (laughs) Aaron. welcome to the show. Hello. I'm excited
2: to be here.
1: Yes. i also, I also introduced you poorly i didn't even say the name of your show it's called will run for <laughs> uh hosted by aaron uh, our other dear friend mike and uh diane and tom yes. yes uh fantastic show i've actually been thinking every year i'm like i'm gonna start running again because i used to run a lot <laughs> and i listened to will run for and it genuinely is like encouraging me to want to run I just need to, like, get off my ass and, like, actually do it. But, um, well, you know.
2: we've been wondering whether we can have a running podcast when, like, none of us are actually running.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. that's, true. that's
0: true. We're,
2: like, real runners that, like, take breaks and they're like, this is stupid and we're not really sure why we're doing this. And then we try to <laughs> podcast about it anyway. And we're like, I don't know what's happening right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, but that's why the show is fun to listen to because it's not, like, I mean, obviously there are. I know Mike has talked to me about a lot of really really technical running and fitness shows he listens yeah. to. Yeah, but yours is like very, it's very unintimidating, which I think is good for people in my,
3: yeah,
1: uh, in my zone. Yeah, very of, inclusive,
3: very chill. Yeah. I don't run, but I enjoy listening to it.
1: <laughs> yeah, Aaron. Yeah, we gotta we gotta find out everything about your history with Sex in the City, mm-hmm. and then which of the gals or what combo of gals are you? Oh gosh, uh, personally,
2: um, well. Sex and the City was my college life. Mm. Um, so 2004 is when I graduated from college. So 2004 is when the show ended. So it was like every week we gathered in the like the the little living room or the apartment room or this the what is it called when there's like a a lounge to the little lounge the common room yeah the mm-hmm. common room and we'd all like because we were a VHS at that time. <laughs> So we'd all have <laughs> recorded our sex in the city on v h s and then sit around and watch it on a on a Monday night usually because we didn't get to watch it on Sunday usually because we were all probably hung over and trying to <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. doing your homework you hadn't done yet trying
2: yeah, to figure fun. out how to cram the last bit of homework in. so it was like our regular date and it was back in the days of like no spoilers or harder to find spoilers because the internet wasn't quite as what it is um and we'd all sit in the lounge and we'd all watch it and talk about it for like a whole week after and then do it all over again
1: Mm -hmm. the dream (laughs) so so and yeah i was so i'm curious like as you were watching it in college um was it mostly other women watching with you or did you have your male Men, co- male cohorts. Yeah, and that was all, alongside. it was all women.
2: You're male men? <laughs> <laughs> it was all women. There was no, they, uh, well, for the most part, I lived in all women's dorms and all the boyfriends. Oh, okay. Yeah, if, if all the boyfriends, like, were around, they were not around for that. They are like, sure. we have other things to do those days because we're not going to sit here and watch Sex in the City with you guys.
1: I'm out. They had the wire to get to, and the yeah, sopranos right exa-
2: exactly.
1: How do you think like overall, the show has aged for you since you first watched it in in two thousand four?
2: back when it was out, I would say that I probably because i had I have all the 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 DVDs yep. of all the seasons, yep. and I would say for the first like ten years after it came out. Pro- actually, maybe not ten years. Probably until Sex and the City Two came out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Our <laughs> favorite, understandable. I, w- I wore those DVDs out mm. on a regular basis, and then I don't know. At some point, I sort of like moved on with my life from them, and then not mm-hmm. for any specific reason. Sure, yeah. Just more that like life moved on, um, and it just wasn't as part of my life anymore. So I hadn't really watched them. Um, I watched. I started watching them two years ago when I found all of them again from the beginning, Mm. because sometimes they weren't all out on HBO. Like you couldn't find them all at the same time. Right. So hate when they do that, I know. So I saw that they were all the season one was out. So I was like, let me start from the beginning and see what I can get season one was really weird mm-hmm. um i completely forgot that they had done the like breaking the fourth wall stuff yes yeah,
1: so we've debated this several times yeah yeah yeah, um, it, yeah it, so does it work for you or does it not
2: um not really yeah
1: i agree but these two the other two center are more pro to it big fan yeah. big fan yeah wasn't a fan mm. of it either mm, interesting
2: did you did you think they should have continued it through the rest of the seasons
1: god no i'm so happy they dropped it I think that, I don't know,
4: uh, there may have been a way to, like, continue it without it feeling, like, stale, I imagine, but, like, I I understand probably that's, like, an added layer of difficulty and, like, trying to make that not stale, but I enjoy the idea of, like, getting the perspective of, like, the general public
2: idea. I think that I, for some reason, season one didn't stick with me as much, and it might be because I was in high school when that that season came out and I didn't revisit it as often. Like when I put in my DVDs, I tended to go to season three. Mm. That was like my go-to. That seems (laughs) to be like the strategy. (laughs) Yes. So I know, I don't really know that I really rewatched season one that often to begin with. So when I started at season one, I was like, Ooh, this is really weird. Um, Overall, I think the theming of sex in the city has, has Aged. Um, at that time, it was very progressive mm. or what was considered very progressive. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't necessarily know that, like, if you are a 20-something-year-old now watching it that you would feel that same way. Mm. Um, that when you're watching it, that you would feel like that's a progressive way of looking at the world. And as a now 40-year-old woman... I probably can look back and say, that's not a realistic way of life in
0: general. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: My 20 something year old wanted that
0: to be yeah. in real life. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh,
3: totally. It's a fun mix. I find having done this most recent watch through, it's a fun mix of fantasy and kind of real hard hitting things that happen in somebody's life And I think they find a good balance with it because you find yourself relating to the characters, but you also find yourself not relating to (laughs) them on any level, which I think is good because Mm -hmm. you have that disconnection from them where we're still going, oh, I'm a Carrie, I'm a this, I'm a that and having fun with it. Um, You're still seeing yourself in certain situations, but like not, I find a lot of media that we have today just wants to reflect the world directly back at itself, like in everything. So I kind of miss that, like sex in the city because it was kind of pushing boundaries, being controversial. Also having this movement where like women were like, Hey, like women are sexual beings who also want to talk about it as much as men do, which is like awesome. Um,
1: I mean, that's still catching up. Like even now, like when a movie does that, like, uh what's it book smart and like blockers and euphoria obviously those are like yeah. Three, yeah. Two, one very new show and two movies that are like pretty within the last five years and there's pretty far you know in between there so um you know still making grounds in terms of just like normalizing women being sexual beings which of they course. are because they are people
3: and HBO, like th- this whole like dick initiative, isn't what we what we want.
1: <laughs> like, I'm
0: sorry, the, the just t-
3: like just in terms of like fe- like female sexuality and and everything, and just kind of like leveling the playing ground. I'm sorry, but like this is not this this is not how I wanted it to happen.
2: Yeah, and I think anyways I think being in <laughs> <laughs> I think being in college at that time and like as a, a female woman trying to figure out like who they are and like mm-hmm. where they fit in the world and like figuring out like what our sexuality is and like trying to figure all that out and having these women on our televisions every week saying it's okay totally. to be these women just was mm-hmm. somewhat liberating in some way, yeah. like, totally. and empowering. Es-
3: especially, like, in the most recent episode where Charlotte kind of talks about not wanting to pass down her weird sex shame mm-hmm. yeah, to her daughter. And I was like, that's actually hilarious because a lot of women from, like, or and everybody maybe just grew up in a little from, like, my generation to Aaron's generation, maybe didn't have, like, the most sex-positive households. And yeah. sex in the city was definitely a, um, I I don't want to say an education, because it's obviously so wild, but <laughs> definitely an outlet, definitely an outlet for it, because it was constructive. Like, it didn't feel like you were kind of being weird and, like, out on your own. You were just kind of learning. And also, like, I remember watching Sex in the City when I was younger and I being like okay like the this is making sense to me like i'm i identify with this right so
2: it also made it okay to like talk about it with your girlfriends Mm -hmm. like yes, for me especially with what you're talking about like in my in my family you could like it was not something that you talked about so like Mm -hmm. watching these women talk about it and watching it with your friends all of a sudden it became like a topic of conversation where you were like hey it's okay that we talk about this What's going on in your life, and it kind of like made it more normal for us to be able to, you know, see what was happening in each other's lives Mm. in that way.
4: It gives you it gives you the language to talk about these things that you didn't have before. Like if that if this is all if sex is completely new to you, or like you said, talking about it, this now all of a sudden you have words for things. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah.
1: Aaron, who (laughs) of the four girls, who do you see yourself most as, or what combination?
2: Well, so at the time I watched the show, I was definitely an all-out Carrie. I was like, and I still am in some respects, like, totally the most independent woman. Like, you cannot tell me what to do. I'm financially independent. I've always been financially independent since I was 15 years old. Um, I don't want to be told what to do. I don't want to be told, like, I don't want to be with a man who's, like, gonna try and hold me down (laughs) um hell yeah i also it's hard to imagine now because i guess i've i've kind of let go some of that stuff but i was definitely much more girly back then (laughs) And so I, I liked all the finer things. I actually worked at Nordstrom's women's shoe department, so I oh had God. like <laughs> really expensive.
0: <laughs> nice. You
4: live that life. Yeah. you live that life. So
1: you traded manolos for your for, your Brooks for my running wedding. shoes, yes.
0: right? Blood, <laughs> sweat, and tears. I'm uh, um, sorry. <laughs> or blood, sweat,
1: and tears too. Yeah, I don't know. Blood, sweat, and tears come in those high heels too. I think too. So that could yeah. that could be something that's transferred yeah, over to yeah, your two lives. Just
3: that's working funny. for manolos, yeah. you know.
1: So, Carrie, then, what about now? What have you, how do you think you've changed?
2: Um, I don't. I or not. I think yeah. in some ways I still am. Um, maybe not in the material side of things or, like, the fashion side of things, but I don't, I still think, I don't think that there's, like, I could identify myself as a Charlotte, and I don't think I could identify mm. myself as a Miranda. So, Carrie's still the only one that makes sense mm. to me. Nice. hmm yeah there's just
4: samantha's there you know if you need her yeah
3: (laughs) samantha comes in phases uh
1: and then overall what have you what have your thoughts been on this season of uh and just like that
2: i've had a love-hate relationship with it um the beginning of it was a lot more hate than love (laughs) and as time has gone on it's rocky um yeah we had a real rocky start and i still have some issues um but overall i think it's come back to like the little lunches that they do where they chat um Mm -hmm. specifically in one of the last episodes um really like made me Nostalgic for like the old Sex in the City, mm-hmm. and it like had that real yeah. nostalgia feel to it. Um, I feel like they brought back something like that old feel that I've I've missed. Um, there's some other issues, obviously, along the way with like how they've handled characters. Mm-hmm. Um, poor Steve. Poor I don't Steve. really know. Poor Steve. <laughs> so I have like a lot of other issues, but overall, um, they they've good done good enough for me to feel like it was worth it
1: nice that's a that's a good place i think for for people to be you know mm-hmm. they did their job they're doing their job they're making you enjoy it they, again you know they made it better than
2: sex in the city too
3: yes, That's all i could ask that for. is true
1: <laughs> That, that is really they, awful anything
4: they made would have been better it didn't yeah. matter what they did
3: it could literally just be them sitting in a Burger King for <laughs> 10 episodes talking about menopause and that would be better than Sex
1: and the City 2 uh, and speaking of Sex and the City 2 we got our watch along next week so, oh my God. If you wanna, Why? so if you want to brave
3: because we love chaos. if
1: you want to brave Sex and the City 2 but you don't want to go at it alone guess what the Cynonauts are here for you next we week 6pm Pacific 9pm Eastern The Cynonauts are going to be doing a watch along of Sex and City 2. We're going to have it on Zoom.
3: We're going to tell people. I'm honestly probably going to get drunk. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to tell
1: people when to hit play. (laughs) We're all going to watch it together. And we're just going to be talking, commentating the whole thing. But don't worry. If you can't make the Zoom, we're going to release the audio separate. So you can do it on your own time. And that is next week. Yeah.
2: Uh, and on Zoom. So you could see facial reactions yeah. to the absurdness. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
1: It's going to be an experience. Which is going to be fun because I don't,
4: n- the three of us have never actually sat down to watch, watch movie this show together. together.
1: That, that show or anything together. So, that, yeah. Or
4: anything. Well, I've done that with Boom Well, but yeah. Not, we'll, the three of us together right. doing something. This is going to be the best. A fun experience. Or, or they'll come and take us down. Or, We're not sure.
1: We'll figure it out. <laughs> oh, yeah. For but sure. it, it is on me, HBO right. Max. So. Worst I mean, worst case scenario, we'll just say play all at the same yeah, time. Let's sync great. it up. Um, we've
3: got contingency. Yeah, we got plans. contingency for
1: okay. Okay. <laughs> okay? Uh but in the meantime, let's get into and just like that. Uh we're since we're covering we're not covering a season, obviously, because we have done that, we're not doing a movie. We're gonna do episodes eight and nine. Uh so let's kick it off with episode eight. Yes. The episode starts off with uh che, Wait, it starts off with um Miranda going to a like pride rally it seems like or some sort of rally uh for lgbtq plus uh community members che's doing a stand-up set miranda's watching having the time of her life uh and then she notices her son and his girlfriend are also there and (laughs) miranda kind of cowers and like runs away and just as Che is saying, like, people need to live their truth. Don't be afraid of who they are. <laughs> some real comedic timing there. Che comes back, or Miranda comes back after the show with coffee. Says, Che, I love the show. Che calls her out. And then they have this discussion about, uh, Miranda says, you know, my son doesn't know. Um, I don't really want to have the conversation here with him. Steve doesn't know. And the crux of the scene is that Che is... I thought you were in an open marriage, isn't that fine? Which is a wild assumption to make on wow. her part in the first place. <laughs>
3: welcome to tw- Welcome to 2022. <laughs> yeah. uh,
1: okay. and then Chase says we can't do this unless Steve knows what's going on. I'm not a homewrecker. Thoughts on the scene. Aaron, we'll start with you.
2: I assume you guys have talked about I'm sorry. I so I've listened to like the first 3 or 4 episodes Don't of Don't even yours, apologize. Uh, I'm just yeah. saying. Um so I am a little behind. Don't even apologize. Um, I'm assuming you have talked t- about how polarizing what a polarizing character Che is mm-hmm. in yes.
0: general. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, they're
3: they've it's been a journey with them. For okay. Sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay.
1: <laughs> like we get it. We understand. It just was I'm not right there
4: with you fully yeah.
1: executed to hundred percent. But yes,
2: in this case, she's a hundred percent. Right. Like, it is a weird assumption to have made without having had this conversation, I suppose, but at least to be fair to her, um, yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a fair assessment on her part to say, Hey, I I don't want this relationship. If you're not a, in an open marriage or B being open with the people that you love about what's happening between us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I have, I have this note that basically yes she's totally allowed to feel this way and be mad but why does this feel weird like why don't i like i should just sympathize with her and instead i feel annoyed by her and i don't yes. know what that is
1: it's her the 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 open mayor thing also che shouldn't have assumed but it was the ball was in miranda's court i think to figure all this mm-hmm. out i do agree with that but like have mm-hmm. they not had a conversation about their situation at all like was Jay on too <laughs> much been, meat? She was on too, too much pot. Too yeah. <laughs> they've been busy. Yeah. They've been busy. Or they've been busy, yes, doing other things. They've been busy. Not a lot of talking in their in their meetups, probably true.
3: I kind of love the commentary or the the comedy of somebody just assuming that somebody's in a in a um open marriage. I think it says a lot <laughs> to kind of dating in, in current times where people are assuming these or kind of like falling into these things that they're a little bit more open or whatever, but nobody's really communicating. <laughs> so I think yes. it's right, honestly, on brand for where we're at in this cultural <laughs> moment. Mm.
4: Still having communication <laughs> breakdown. Yeah. Still the
3: hardest yeah. part
0: I mean, of any that's, relationship that's regardless of time period. Yeah. That's never yeah. Gonna... yeah.
1: Um, so then we get to the big scene. Cut to Charlotte and Harry. Charlotte and Harry. <laughs> the
0: big scene is right the here. The big scene is right here.
1: <laughs> Charlotte and Harry vibing in the bathroom. I can't exactly remember what they're talking about because I was so distracted. Yes, A fitness uh, ring. A, a yeah, fitness, fitness ring. Ring. Yes. ring. Yes, yes. they're talking about the fitness ring, which I have been curious about those. Those seem like, do they work, Eric? Do you have an experience with the fitness ring?
2: I don't know because no. I use a
1: watch. Yeah, that's the working man yeah. thing, I guess. Yeah. Um. So they, uh, so they're having a conversation about a fitness ring. Uh, It somehow leads to uh, Charlotte uh, offering to give Harry a blowjob in the bathroom. Uh, She's so down. She's hundred percent down. (laughs) Harry is unbuckling. (laughs) She probably
3: has good (laughs) knees.
1: Unbuckling, unzipping, (laughs) out comes the most outrageous, like boogie nights level. Yeah. Prosthetic penis Crazy uh,
3: I straight up messaged my friend And was like they gave Harry a donkey That's what I said <laughs> Harry
1: fully packing The heat Because he was so flaccid in that moment right Like I mean it came out Or maybe he it flopped, it flopped out, out. Yeah, it flopped. He was, that was so flaccid up. so god knows yeah. What he looks like when he's ready to go <laughs> Frightening thought. Did not know
3: Charlotte was a size
1: queen. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus.
0: <laughs>
1: and right, it doesn't
3: surprise me. In the end. It also
1: doesn't surprise me. Yeah, you know, Harry. It doesn't surprise me. She wants me. the best for her life, and that is <laughs> yes. That's just came with it. Charlotte uh,
4: gets everything that she wants. Exactly. <laughs> that's what's yeah. so great about Charlotte.
1: uh And right as that's happening, uh sweet, sweet Lily, villain of the first film, walks in, uh or is about to walk in, and Harry, uh, Charlotte, promptly slams the door in her face, and is scared that. She has shocked Lily with this moment. Uh, Thoughts about this scene, iconic moment in cinema history.
3: Well, again, as I was saying before, like HBO has just decided to litter my life with penises. (laughs) But good for Harry. Like, if anybody deserves a giant prosthetic penis, it's that man. Um, i've never seen i don't even think they put makeup on it like i was like this is clearly just like like silicone tara and i rewound
1: (laughs) it and we're like that could not have looked any faker but whatever also i was
3: like because there's another dick later in this like episode and i was just like did the series get because the hbo shows now i was like did the series get like a two dick minimum and they just decided or (laughs) sorry a two dick maximum and decided to just use it all up and like they're like, oh, shoot, we're getting to the end. And like, we haven't shown any dicks. And then we're like, did they borrow some from Euphoria? Like, I don't know. But
4: there was a bunch of emails. Was- We've seen the dailies. We've yeah. seen no dicks. Please, can you get this sorted out 100%. before we go to air? And they've sorted it out.
1: I also forgot the detail that Car- uh, Charlotte immediately walks out and ex- tries to calm down Lily. Who clearly had not seen anything (laughs) By saying she was checking Harry's penis For for cancer cancer. cancer. Which is like on the scale of things to like Calm and relax your child I'm assuming cancer is not (laughs) One of them
4: Well it's not because then later on you find out she's still Worried about whether or not he has Cancer (laughs) and she's actually bought the lie And now is traumatized by it Which is just perfect
1: (laughs) Um man Uh Aaron thoughts on Harry's giant Penis or the scene at large or, or both. both or both
2: i mean really, really all i could think was this seems right for charlotte yep it that's yeah that was really my thought the whole time was like yeah of course charlotte would get the big <laughs> dick big apartment yeah. Yeah. Big big Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
3: i thought it was fu- honestly i i did think that whole scene was funny it i was great like once we finally because for the first few episodes we weren't really seeing much of Harry and like the little bits that they've been doing with Harry and Charlotte I've actually been really enjoying um just kind of like checking in with them and them having like these silly little situational yeah because he doesn't seem written off like I would
1: never think he's written off you know He's not yeah. getting Steve. Yeah, he's not getting Steve.
2: Yeah. He's not getting Steve, that's yeah. for sure. He's getting a... Steve's getting dumb. Oh, my yeah. God. But that was always and the... And Harry's... That was always the charm of Charlotte and Harry, though. They were always, like, as, as weird of a couple as it seemed, they were always the most put-together, yeah. in the end, couple that were, like, really able to communicate mm-hmm. and have a good sex life.
1: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> true. It's true. Um, <clears throat> Um... I, we then go to Carrie in her apartment, and she cannot sleep because her <laughs> uh, young downstairs neighbors are just vibing out on the uh, porch on those lovely brownstones that we all love so much. Um, Carrie calls Anthony to get a vibe check. He says, you got to you got to yell at them to leave. Um, and so thoughts on this scene, I, th- I think. Oh, and, and as Carrie tells him to leave, they say, sorry, ma'am. Which is a big old dagger in the heart. Uh, i like this. I think that even for New York at 4 a.m., people would not be polite to people just screaming and playing music on your doorstep. But that's just me. I never lived there. Um uh it, it sets up the character, uh, Lizette well, you know, shows kind of like maybe the the live, the life she used to have. She used to be the person on her brownstone, uh, drunk, hanging out. Um, any any key takeaways
4: here oh, okay i do yes because i this i don't know if it's specifically this scene but she calls bobby lee right at some point to get advice mm-hmm. from him oh yeah whatever his character is i'm still confused why bobby lee is even oh in she this calls show. bobby
1: not anthony that's right yes yeah. Yes.
4: um but she tells this story about how she uh oh there was like an old woman who did something similar to her when she was younger and they called her the grit like the witch of uh what's the East this? village yeah that's right and emma being emma looking into things throughout the episode every time carrie interacts with what her name is lizette the yeah, character
1: lizette.
4: who lives downstairs she has a different aspect of what she's wearing is like the wicked witch of the west from wizard of oz what so in that in that scene in that scene when she's being when she's talking about the witch she's actually wearing like a blue like the teal stockings stocking. Yes. oh my god and she when mm-hmm. she mentions it she like lifts up her skirt enough to reveal them oh my god and then later on um she answers the door and she's got that face mask on which is green uh, the oh the
0: green fa- oh wow. my then, god
4: and then when she goes downstairs later, when Lizette is qu- uh, uh, asleep and there's like noise and she goes to turn off, she's wearing like a dark, uh, sorry, a black robe that looks like like a almost like a witch robe. Witch. And she, com- she comes down the thing and it's all she's all it's amazing. She caught. Wow. It was perfect, dude. I was like, this is why I love this show. Like you would never even catch that for a second. But Emma pieced it together, and it's like, these guys are working on a level that, like, most people, my, my dumb self included, would not have even caught, you know? And it's like, I love this and show so much.
1: It's funny, because Tara was actually talking to me earlier about how she's pissed off that, like, so many critics are just, like, shitting on the show week after week. Which is yeah. like, okay, the show is what it is, right? Like, why are you watching <laughs> it if you're not, if you know you're not going to even enjoy it? Like, it's such a specific thing. But yeah. also shit like that that's awesome that's such a cool thing that i i 100 did not notice but that is a fantastic call
4: and that's like that's like but this is like historic like going back and watching these seasons like this is built into the show yeah just these amazing subtle storytelling visual motifs that are just like yeah they're not in your face they're not obvious about it she's not wearing a big hat or whatever but like it's subtle and i love that
1: yeah uh so they seem a assumes that Lizette could be like a high priced prostitute, which Russian prostitute. Yeah, Russian yeah. prostitute, which is funny. Uh that's how she can afford that. A nice ass apartment that does not look anything like Carrie's. So I'm very curious how the layout of that apartment works, but that's neither here nor right? there. We, so, we were trying to figure that out because <laughs>
4: things have definitely been upgraded. Yeah.
1: That's like brand new in there. That backsplash. Yeah. Come on. Uh
4: <laughs> backsplash, baby. Uh, yeah. Uh
1: but if it turns out she's like a young hip jewelry designer um mm-hmm. which is cool
4: let let's not skip over the fact that carrie is going through all of her old clothes and she brings oh, yes. out the dress of oh. season six yeah and i was freaking out
1: yeah the dress SEMA. the incredible dress uh it's gorgeous what else did i miss in the Sema conversation obviously there's something i missed there that they once fought each
3: other at a fashion sale oh yeah <laughs>
1: oh, which, yeah. okay at the bar, barney's yes which bar, yeah i have like i
4: bet you'd cut kind a of bitch for some cashmere she says so
1: i was never yeah. into high fashion but i was very into sneakers and the description that they give for those types of things are 100 real like for sneakers sneaker old sneaker lineups before you could like do everything on twitter it was like a borderline dangerous thing to go to because if like you don't want to be oh, towards like the end of that line, share. because it would be like people would, like fight each other yeah. if for like limited shoes that they couldn't get their hands on. And I w- actually one of my friends in high school, he was into he's he like went to Harvard. Very smart guy. He was like got on the resale clothing game early. So he took me with him one time to like uh, I, I don't remember if it was a Barney's, but it was a high end uh, clothing store in San Francisco. They were doing uh, uh, like a, a sale like that. And he took me, he's like, hey, there's limiting items. So just come with me and I'll tell you what to buy. And then we'll split the profit. Or it was like, okay. When I went in there, the way they described it, it was like a madhouse. People, because it was like no returns, right? So people were just like changing, taking off their clothes, like oh, on, yeah. the sh- on the store floor because they didn't want to risk losing a piece to someone else if they had to go into the changing. And like, I felt so bad for the, the people who like had to work there and just clean up the disaster. Uh, but that was a very accurate depiction of what I experienced.
2: I- I once went to New York City because I'm from New Jersey. Yep. So New York City was a train station away. Yeah. Um, and we went to, I was 24-ish, and my friend had just gotten engaged, and she wanted to go to this wedding expo one where they were going to put out all these crazy designer dr- wedding dresses. And it was like, first come, first serve, get those dresses. They're just all on these racks. No, it's like that episode of Friends. I was going to the, the whistle. That is what it was. It was exactly oh, yeah. like the episode of Friends. I have never seen like women just act like animals. <laughs> <laughs> like like literal just animals like tearing through this place i like i walked out because i was like i cannot handle this it's not even my wedding like i i can't do
0: this (laughs) i'm out like
2: people just tearing things off the racks trying to like put them on so that no one could steal it from them like they've decided that this is their wedding dress
1: in like this moment of high intensity and like emotions and adrenaline it was
2: it was the most insane thing i've ever been to in my entire life.
1: Shostra, Char- mm. Next in Charlotte <laughs> uh, takes Lily out to lunch They want to talk about the uh, blowjob scenario that happened Lily can kind of sense what's going on So she immediately pivots and wants to go to the bathroom She loses her phone And Charlotte looks at her phone Discovers Lily Finsta account uh, In which she's <laughs> like this She's wearing that. like a workout outfit In kind of like a borderline provocative pose uh, And Charlotte has a freak out um and says like you know you should be posing like this who is this for etc etc uh i think the really brilliance of the scene is that charlotte approaches this lunch to like have a sex positive talk
0: yeah and then it gets (laughs)
1: turned on her in like you know a sex positive talk now is like you know the reality is that young people pose in ways that you would never pose on social media when we were younger (laughs) and obviously charlotte not having social media when she was a teenager um thoughts on the scene boom
3: thought it was great i i genuinely like this um kind of this storyline with charlotte kind of navigating motherhood and having a 15 year old daughter and like navigating her sexuality and how she can be a positive kind of role in that but how she still has like her own things and no matter how hard we try to make sex this like normalize it and and but there's just it's constantly changing right and so it's like yeah for charlotte this is a big deal like maybe she finds herself to be progressive but then just like seeing what kids are up to on instagram like of course that's going to um kind of uh, paralyze you for a moment <laughs> i i mean yeah. i would be shocked if that were my kid and i'm growing up in this time like i'm growing up i'm a i'm a full-on adult but <laughs> that's right. you know what i mean when
1: that happened i was like that's not that big of a deal and tara was like really you're gonna be okay with that if you see <laughs> yeah. I instagram yeah. i was like yeah exactly <laughs> that's fine like i'm big talk now but, but love... talk to me in 15 years
3: <laughs> totally and i love also the kind of cool aunt carrie vibes we've been getting this season <laughs> yeah. yeah um because i love C- Carrie having this conversation as someone who doesn't have a child and maybe, um, but is still connected to Lily. And I love the conversation that Charlotte and Carrie have, because obviously you're going to be so hyper protective of your kid. And Carrie, I think just had said the perfect thing and was just like, maybe it's not for anybody. Maybe it's just for her. I can see her checking up my clothes and like trying to figure herself out. And that is something that we all go through. Like, yeah regardless of gender sexuality asexuality anything like we all have that moment right so yeah and i also just love that we're filtering like the gen z perspective through charlotte in general that's bizarre but mm. it's hilarious <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: they make
4: they they make good comedic partners gen zers and charlotte yeah. i feel like her traditionalness yeah. is just perfect for like not handling the transition to new culture very well
1: also mm-hmm. lily is really great she's super funny Um, yeah like in this episode and the next episode obviously she has a lot of really great moments in the next episode uh like her comedic timing is spot on she she has really good chemistry with everyone obviously mostly charlotte but she has really great chemistry on stream and stuff so
4: um when she when she uh needs she uses in the excuse of having to get up for a straw yeah and she's like why don't you just ask the waiter and she's like ew mom gross and then gets up and then she's like that's literally his job what do you mean and i just like that whole thing is like perfect like the culture is coming together it's just great
1: next up we get to uh miranda lets che know that she promises to end her marriage um as long as che has feelings for miranda and che says i'm not Really makes a point. I think speaking to what Aaron was talking about earlier, love hate with Shay, She really makes a point uh, that they would be a non traditional relationship. There's mm. no mm-hmm. rules. They're this edgy mm-hmm. couple. Uh, <laughs> what is this voice? I just think it's so funny. Like you know, I just, it just highlights what I think is so like she doesn't have or you know they don't have to write it to be so like like so, yeah like, affirmative mail, you know? in your yeah. face. Yeah, it's like, you know, I feel like yeah. you could benefit. From Chay just being like, yeah, just so you know, like this isn't gonna be a normal, but like it's like immediately preaching, you know, which is like, come on, just let her I just want Che to talk like a normal, like a a
2: normal human fucking being. I don't even understand the point of that though, because then like she says that she's in love with her, but like what does that mean then? Like if this isn't what does what does being in love mean to her then if she's like this isn't gonna be traditional? Like I don't I'm
3: generally down for the alternative relationship representation mm-hmm. in media as a whole thing yes i would love to see the world of sex and the city take this on which it seems like they're trying to do but just massively failing <laughs> they're not doing it right that's that's my and that's my point exactly and they're put, they're putting too much into the character che in general Mm -hmm. because the character they've been enjoyable Mm -hmm. in certain parts but then for the most part are just so in in our face and it just is the symbol like no agency nothing just like this vessel for like everybody googling lgbtq on fucking like just googling it and looking it up on wikipedia and and che's just like regurgitating that
4: yeah and for (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) From from a, a story then- from a story perspective, it's also grading because half the time Che is like loving and very mm-hmm. like outwardly like not con- I don't want what's the word I'm looking for.
1: Emotionally like, a ro- like
4: yes, and and romantic yeah. and romantic mm-hmm. right, but then the other fifty percent of the time, it's very much like I I'm not it like. Don't don't tie it me down. Don't, sense. Yeah, well, that's, so it's like there's so the, much flipping and flopping. Which, that's which the part of that point. whole
2: scene that doesn't make sense to me because in one breath she's like, I'm not this and I'm not this and I'm not going to do this, but I love you and I want like want to be with you. Like that, like those two things yeah, don't it's, like it's, make it's, sense it, together. It's just to too me.
1: big of a conversation for the tiny scene that they give it. I yeah. Think. Yeah, 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 right. I think that's what it is, because at like its core they could get to I think where it has to go but they do it in they being the writers do it in like a two minute sequence and kind of expect everyone to catch up which again this show is largely for people who do not understand or have never even considered uh or know anyone in an open relationship or an open marriage or uh don't know any gender non-conforming people you know so just they're compressing a lot into one which again I don't want to take away from the fact that they're doing it. Cause that's, I think that's good. At least they're doing it. Um, yeah, but, that's true. You know, th-
3: but just in the context of it being somebody that is also the, like this deep, crazy love interest for Miranda, yeah. there's just such a disconnect. Like, when they're having that conversation, and honestly, like most of the scenes involving Che and Miranda, I'm like, this feels like a fucking fever dream. Like, I don't know why. <laughs> it what, does. It does. Because it's so out of character. Like, like Che is just so hot and cold. Like, they don't make sense. No. They're just switching I'm, up their vibe constantly. And then Miranda's just like this babbling idiot that yeah, Miranda, Miranda would Miranda never just, be. Miranda
2: is not herself, and I <laughs> yeah. hate yeah. it. Yeah. Oh,
1: so, my okay, God. but I think but, but that's. Everything... that's but, Go ahead, catch up. I think we have no, be- no, no. I Sorry. think because Miranda's no, no. like, she's having her young, Miranda's like a teenager again, right? This is all new it's for true. her, you know? This is her first experience. And like, she's whether or not this is a sort of re canonization of her relationship with Steve, she feels like she has, she has to, you know, she never had this, which I don't think is true mm. based on what we've I rewatched. watched. But yeah. in this sort yeah. of new altered canon, she feels, you know, she hasn't been living. So yeah. it's just like this, this balance of excitement and feeling. Like, young, you know. She
3: completely feels like a passenger in all of this. But then that just puts more on Che to be carrying like, right. the whole situation. And, and that's the
4: thing. Because <laughs> because Miranda is the one who's, like, off balance, you, you then need a character who's, like, solid so that you can have sure. that. But they're both doing the same thing. <laughs> so there's, like, the, the, like everything is <laughs> flipping and flopping and, like, nothing feels right. Yeah. Like, nothing. Yeah, so maybe that's what it is, but... Yeah, that's I think that's why I'm not liking what's going on there with Che. So,
1: so we'll after that scene, uh we cut over to Brooklyn. We get mm-hmm. uh Miranda. Steve is having uh he's watching mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. Sports probably Miranda sits down, says she wants to talk. Steve, of course, doesn't have his hearing aid on, which is like <laughs> you're watching I don't know. That just seemed like a jab to make the him gag, turn, on, turn on turn off. It's not it's, aid.
4: not it's not a gag. Hearing aids are absolutely atrocious technology. Really? Absolutely useless technology. Okay. My dad has them, and Disaster. it's a joke. Yeah, it's real. They're really bad. And does like, he
2: randomly you, lose them in the couch though?
4: No, I but it's that, like, <laughs> it's a lot of times a better living experience just not having them in. Interesting. And that's like so you could just have and, them around because they just make feedbacky noise all the time. Like it's a terrible <laughs> experience. So I get where Steve's coming from here. Is like, this
1: is this the start of the Cinnonauts brand hearing aids where we try and fix all the issues <laughs> of hearing aids? There right is a
4: market, I cannot express to you, the market <laughs> that is available for hearing aids that someone needs to step up and take over because it's
1: open and easy. Get there.
3: We yeah. could get rich. It's too bad I don't know how science works. but
1: <laughs> How science works. Uh, so in this conversation, you know, Steve got dogged a lot for oh. this series I think he has a lot of really great stuff and acting in this scene. Mm-hmm. You know, Miranda says, it's it's not you, it's me. I just feel like this has always been me, et cetera, et cetera. You know, do you want to live your life coming to the couch? And Steve just says, like, I think really beautiful stuff. Where he's like, what's wrong with wanting to come home and watch a movie and have my ice cream? Like, mm-hmm. I think that, like, that in particular, Tara and I actually also talked about because I think in an age where, <clears throat> so Tara and I got married before m- a majority of our friends, and we had a kid most before most of our friends, so we've started, like, the, you know, Friday night, we're going to stay in and watch a movie process, like, earlier than a lot of people, and, like, I think some, the wait, process. should I say, it? well, no, I think some <laughs> process, it's not there yet, okay, we're still, we're still getting after it, I mean, You're we, him. okay, okay, You're it's him. fine, uh, but ah, like, I see you on the ground. Okay. I, I was just gonna say, <laughs> I was just gonna Thank say, you. yeah. So, but like, you know, and some of our friends, and I don't mean this as a criticism at all for them listening. Like, I know a lot of them, like, they want to do everything right now before they think, like, when they have a kid or, you know, all mm-hmm. that ends. A, it doesn't have to end. You can definitely live your life to what you want to live it by. But I think what Steve says here is like is really nice because there is like this pressure of like, you know, we have to travel all these places, we have to do all these things. But sometimes like some people just want to be at home. Like that's that's like that's that's okay, you know, if you don't want to live this adventurous life. Some people want to do that, some people don't. And so I think Steve's conversation here represents that really well. And I
4: think too, what's so beautiful about this is it literally goes back to The first time they broke up, which was mm. it's not it was not not about the money, though that was like sort of the discussion at the time, but it was like it was about this idea that he knew that she was more she had aspirations larger than his. And it wasn't that it was like he felt inadequate. He just knew he liked this idea of settling down, hanging out on the couch, the way he describes it, that's what he wants. And at the time, the reason they broke up the first time was because he knew that's not what Miranda wanted. And I like that there's mm-hmm. sort of that, in a weird way, as much as, like, I, I've been hating the fact that we're Steve's getting Steved, at <laughs> <it Yeah>. least <laughs> the way they're doing it, I was surprised that I connected with what was happening as much as I did because yeah. of the history of the show. Uh, I don't like that it's happening. Uh, I think it's no. impulsive, but I think that's in part of what is going through right now. She's in this very impulsive state, and I, I don't... And it's unfortunate because Steve once again is like the by bi- is is the, the the what's the word like not the punching bag but like he is the one who's now gonna have to handle this again like she's up yeah. and I, and he's the one who's gonna have to handle but, like deal okay, with the outcome just to
3: defend Miranda a little because yes. a I think yeah I well I think this I think the conversation was handled pretty well like as hard as it is because like you're always. At the end, Steve says, "I like I can't rally for yeah, us again, and I feel like we're yeah, yeah, which he does cheat it, on her.
1: He is the one who cheats on her. Yeah, she but was... he's the I, one
4: yeah. that. But he's struggling to keep that together too, though. After he's the yeah. one that fights yeah. for them.
3: Well, all I was gonna say is that like I feel like we're all co- like and the audience is constantly rallying for Steve and Miranda, but I think even after this co- conversation and then in retrospect did like were they ever soulmates like were they ever gonna Mm. work because Mm. that's exactly it like he loved her she loved him they were always on different pages and you know what i mean like they would just fall in and out of alignment and then now they're here right like their son's grown up it's just like what are they gonna do i feel like i'm talking about like my my own love or like my (laughs) best friends or something right has some
1: thoughts i can i i I... yeah
2: (laughs) well no okay so um i mean whatever i'm divorced (laughs) um (laughs) (laughs) so coming from a someone who i was with for 18 years Mm um i this scene was was pretty heartbreaking. Yeah, totally. Um, uh-huh. Because i I felt it like yeah. we were just on very different pages. We wanted very different things out of life. Like one wanted to sit on the couch, one wanted to go run in the world.
0: Right. <laughs> I wonder which was yeah. which. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. It, I mean, <laughs> and it happens, and it's it's yeah. sad, and I just I've. I've always felt for Steve because I've always been so, like, it. it as Catcher put it, Steve's being Steve'd, and it happens yeah. over and over and over to him, and, it, you know, we've watched it so many times, and it's heartbreaking each time, and yes, he was cheated on, or he cheated on her, but he was also the one who rallied even after that, mm-hmm, so, like, mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. just, he's always, he's always wanted that's what he's wanted out of life is her. Mm -hmm. And she's always wanted other things, not just Steve. Like those, that's really where they're separate is that for him, she is what his life is going to be. And for Mm -hmm. her, he's only part of that journey.
1: And both, of course. And both options are okay, you know? Yeah. Like, And I yeah. think they handled it, I think the way it handles it, at least from my perspective, not having been divorced, so Aaron, you could probably speak to this more, especially since it seems a relatively similar situation, like, I think it was conversed well, right? Like, the way they discussed yeah. it and kind of presented the conversation, I think, made sense to me.
3: Yeah, like, they're both just, it makes sense they're both where they are, and there's nothing wrong with either side of that. Yeah. You know? It's like, you can be the couch person or you can be the run around the world person you can be a little bit of both or whoever it's
4: just it's Matt, you fine. just have to you know you just like where you're at in life like yeah is it working no, or is it not working and like it's just not working for her and that's fine it's just rough to see steve that way that's all
1: i know i know but it's healthy and his acting is amazing there like they couldn't use is. that acting He's other so other times in this like I could have dealt with so many more Steve Miranda conversations leading into that if he was gonna perform like that, come on, mm-hmm. yeah, Just
3: yeah. leaving it all out
1: there. Anyway, yeah.
3: uh, I know. But at least in the next episode, we get
0: like yes. another good yes. Steve
1: acting
3: yeah.
1: Agreed, yeah. like yeah.
2: episode. So I was like, okay, well, thank you. And I the, these two episodes are really the reason why I like my lo- like the, that love hate relationship with the, this new series. I was like, all right, I'm I I can this was worth it yeah the Mm -hmm. acting that Mm -hmm. happened the acting that happened in these two episodes really really made it worth it for me
1: uh so before we get to the next episode the last scene here Miranda tells Carrie that she told Steve and then she like goes to Cleveland (laughs) to see Shay performing okay so fever dream that's the end of this episode the next episode starts and there is no mention of this Cleveland trip at all
3: nobody talks nobody's talking about Tara line. and
1: i were like because no, Tara didn't... and i thought we skipped an episode we're like what what happened <laughs> like what what it's very anticlimactic
4: <laughs> they they are doing this thi- they're doing a weird thing with this show where they're trying to do it old school sex and City, where it's each episode is its own thing that they're approaching it's a topic and it, everything is built around exploring the topic but then because it's like modern times every show feels like it needs to have some sort of continuity even if and well so in a, I think a the mini show series struck,
1: specifically it really yeah. needed that a little bit more well
4: i actually this this is the thing oh here he comes this is the thing <laughs> as i was watching this i was as i've been watching these last two episodes you i couldn't
3: help but wonder
4: i have been
1: <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and just like that um, maybe he was the miniseries that's right <laughs>
0: <laughs>
4: um I, I guess i had always gone into this feeling like this was gonna be a mini series but part of me feels like they're setting up more like i just feel like oh, there's yeah. no way they're getting to the next week and we'll get i guess we can get to this at the end yeah. of the episode but there's just there's not enough run they are there's too, not enough runway to sort of land stick this landing as a one and done yeah they are clearly setting up for more we were of this show, talking and, about and i'm so excited
3: this with the movie last week, but this is like this show has been like categorically successful. Like it was the premiere, like the first episode was like the most streamed mm-hmm. HBO show ever, re- yeah, like original ever. release, really? yeah.
1: something like that of all time.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. So I think they're definitely crunching the numbers on this, and we'll are probably at least the studios are probably advocating for a second season. We'll see what.
2: Our girls But as Ketcher just pointed out, like, they didn't know that this... I mean, they probably had a good idea that this was going to be successful. But... But... when they were filming this they weren't uh, they couldn't say that with 100% certainty (laughs) and I'm with him on this that they are not going to be able to stick this landing in a a super satisfactory way because there's only one episode left. We'll get
1: to the finale predictions after so we'll we'll hold hold a bigger conversation on that. So the episode, episode 9 starts off where Miranda gets Carrie and Charlotte um, to go help um, paint a new women's center in Brooklyn that um, she is volunteering at with her um, master's program. Um, I don't think there's anything particular. Okay. Yes. Oh, yes. Go. Oh,
4: yes. It opens with uh, uh, Charlotte. Think
3: again, Ian. Sorry.
4: Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, no, it opens with them having, like, doing a nice, like, lunch. Oh, this di- is the like, blowjob. Whatever. No and Sorry. No, 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 oh. no. that happened already. This oh. is, you find out, this is, you're, you're introduced to a new character called Smug Charlotte. Yeah, oh, who, right. who yes. I love. Oh yes. Who I love. Smug Charlotte yes. is great. Yes. And you find yes. out that she believes that she's she hasn't had her period in like 4 months <laughs> yeah. and she believes she is sliding into menopause and it's going extremely well for her. It's going well. Um, I lo- and they're both so they hate this smug Charlotte and I love her.
1: I like that when they yeah. say that, they like kind of say like they've been saying that for 6 mm-hmm. seasons and 2 movies. That phrase mm-hmm. has never once been uttered, right? Like Smug no. Charlotte, they've never talked about that even though you know that's a character trait. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Smug Charlotte is framed by menopause and menopause alone. <laughs> and she's here to tell you that it's not as bad as they say, ladies.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so uh, also we, and we kind of talked about this in the last episode or in the couple minutes ago, uh, Carrie <laughs> befriends Lizette, her her downstairs oh, yeah. neighbor uh after carrie sees lizette and her boyfriend arguing carrie says it's fine it happens yada 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 uh so the next day lizette uh brings some jewelry to carrie's asks her to take an instagram photo no isn't that the previous episode no it's this episode no it's no, this, this one it's all blending it? together it's all blending oh, together. Oh, together. either way oh, i see yeah so then uh lizette says oh like are you married where's your husband and then uh uh carrie says oh you know he's long gone my husband's passed away kind of awkward conversation um which is fine lizette wouldn't have known that um and that leads to carrie like want looking for big's ring and she starts wearing it around which comes into play later, mm. later in the episode uh next we have rock resists having a bot mitzvah uh the bay Be- mitzvah bay Be- mitzvah. Be- mitzvah is that what they were calling it
4: they're calling it a they mitzvah. Oh, they yeah.
1: mitzvah. They mitzvah. I didn't yeah. catch that. So yeah, we having a they mitzvah, um, and they're about to have Anthony and a friend over for dinner. And at that exact moment, um, Lily is telling Charlotte how she can't go to the Hamptons. Which a going just casually going to the Hamptons through sixteen. Yeah, shut the fuck up. We man. get it. We get it. You're rich. Okay. Okay. She can't go to the. God forbid she goes to the Hamptons, uh, with a pad, um, because her period's got a lot of there. So she needs to learn how to use a tampon. And what we're we speaking yeah. about with Lily and her timing and comedic just greatness with Charlotte, this sequence of Lily and Charlotte trying to learn teacher oh, how to yes. do tampons is incredible. Oh, I mean, the, the it's, it's awesome. It's so good.
4: So great. I had no, I had no idea how complicated it would be
3: no this is this is so so
2: embellished okay okay it is embellished in a lot of ways because yeah michael and i had this conversation while we were watching it i'm like so like as a female yes i there were years that i did not go to pool parties because for the first few years i refused to to figure out how to use one so i relate to that in in that way however um Obviously, the scene itself is way <laughs> embellished, but
1: it is. Her it is. hand motions <laughs> when she when she puts her leg up on the toilet. Oh my god, I was yeah. dying. Yes,
0: <laughs> so yes, yes.
4: But
2: for all the men out there, this is a real thing where women have to figure out how the fuck do you use tampon. Yeah, yeah. I, I, oh, I, I
4: believed, believed it. it I just was like blown back by how complicated. It seemed to be, but I'm glad to know it's not as complicated. Well, it's
3: just so scary. Yeah, it's a like, 13, it. object. Yeah. And then, yeah, and virginity is so, um, what's it called? I don't know what the word is, but they make it such a fucking thing. Anything right? that goes like, in there, like,
1: you're not a virgin, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just
3: like, oh my God, which is yeah. such a fucking myth. Um, and then you're just terrified and you're a kid and you're told that this like piece of, Whatever yeah, doesn't Charlotte fun. say
1: she's a new virgin, right? When she becomes Jewish?
2: Yeah. Right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: Uh, and a yeah. really, a lot of comedy gold in that whole thing. Yeah. With players. Uh, Anthony brings his friend over, Justin. Oh my god. And, Amazing. Oh god. And so in, one of the most insane things that's ever come out of also this series. Uh, He says, oh, you're Jewish? You know, the Holocaust was a hoax, (laughs) right? What the
3: fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Get
1: out! And then Anthony with a great yell, get out. So good. I know. It
3: was almost like, why are they doing this? But Anthony yelling was just like such an iconic Anthony moment. Yes. So instant. Like, just
2: get the fuck out. Can we talk about how he also was the, the... The hot guy. Yes,
1: he was the (laughs) the delivery man that day, too. (laughs) Him wearing that onesie is incredible.
2: The onesie was amazing. I love it. I'm assuming we've talked about how he's been the replacement because, obviously, the dearly departed. Yeah. Um, But I I have loved every second of him on this show. I was a little concerned about it
0: when it was happening. Knowing that he died. As it was happening. Yes,
2: as it was happening. And knowing that they... Used his character a little bit more. I was like, I don't know how he's gonna fit in with the girls, yes. but I have loved every second of it.
1: I agree, Preach, he, He's Preach, been yes. he's been super funny, even just as one little these little bits here and there. I mean, they've they've all been great. Miranda uh, shows up at Che's apartment with cookies and her backpack, which I know catches the theory. so we'll talk about that. Backpack on, drive right to school with her cookies, uh, and then. Uh, Che is is they are totally flabbergasted. Like, what are you doing here? Miranda's like, are, are is someone here? Miranda skimpers down the stairs. Uh, they kind of have this argument in the hallway. Che says, no, no one's here, but like, I'm not traditional. You know, you can't just bring me cookies. <laughs> here we go. Here we go again. You know? just, Like, you can't just bring me cookies. Say
3: it, don't spray. And it.
1: then uh it ends with Miranda taking the cookies and walking out, but they kind of come to an agreement about, you know, Miranda's gonna try and lose her little old school dating ways with surprise treats and Che isn't going to really change how they are acting right yeah but right. uh right miranda was being so cute like what's wrong with surprising someone with cookies come on you know that's my thought i'm,
4: I'm with you i'm with you on that i think it's like i think it's like it's a weird situation I actually kind of enjoy it. Like, I, I think people have been giving Miranda a hard time with that on the, in this sequence. And I think she hits it perfectly. This sort of, like, flustered, constantly checking her, herself. Like, am I doing the right thing? Always, like, overanalyzing every two seconds as she's walking away. You can yeah. see her brains like, working. Like, she feels bad about feeling bad about feeling bad about feeling bad. Like, it's, <laughs> a, it's incredible that she, like, the, that sort of performance but it goes back to this like weird situation with Che where why are you even here also yeah like i love you i don't know if that if they say that at the end but it like the it, it just ends in like a totally different place it's just it's, it's weird it's and like I being agree in a abusive Abusive relationship
2: i agree with you given what she's given like the situation that she's in like she does a really good job of playing the role and playing to you know, that, like, giddy little girl, yeah. of, like, not really mm-hmm. being sure and, like, all that. But I just, it doesn't feel right. The whole scene does still doesn't feel right to me because... Doesn't it doesn't feel like Miranda. Like, one, it doesn't feel like Miranda. And two, like, the relationship doesn't make sense. Like, what is wrong with her being, like, romantic? Like, just because you're not traditional, that means you're not allowed to have a moment of romance. Right. Where you want to bring your your significant a thing of cookies like i don't like yeah, it just I, I don't know yeah like what does that what does that one have to do with the other like i can't be cute and give you cookies because we're not traditional
1: yeah uh, apparently she it had just showed up sense. in cleveland so maybe that's where she got annoyed <laughs> you gotta stop uh yeah. she got annoying Hon- you know? honestly yes <laughs> that could have been it but it wasn't like, mentioned ever again
3: first co- cleveland now cookies shane yeah, could have just <laughs> said
1: something like that and the whole scene would have made sense uh but yeah it's ignored <laughs>
3: Uh, I just feel like Miranda would that just like the blubbering idiot stuff. I, I understand being nervous and like in a new situation, but I feel like Miranda would be angrier about everything, you know? like, <laughs> yeah. where's yeah. that? Like that's entirely gone. And I think Miranda processes her emotions through cynicism and anger. And and, and, yeah. not Got, being and immediate like, reactions. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Not like I'm living in a rom-com carry. Yeah. Like when the f- fuck would miranda <laughs> ever say that
0: but
4: I, i'm but furious I, I think that's intentional though whether or not they're ex- like they're um what's the word what they're uh
0: it's executing on it pivot. well
4: it's like the idea the characters her trajectory is miranda out of control like miranda like, yeah. is now
3: you or know would ab- be like thrown on everything it would be like miranda like kind of fumbling all over herself and not knowing what to do when she's around Che but then calling Carrie and raging about it. Yeah, like right. you know, like there's just, mm-hmm. it's just too mm-hmm. much of a pivot. Yeah. And
2: it's like, not just there's... like it's not even just in that situation. I mean, going even back to that first episode where she was like going back to college or whatever. Like mm-hmm. her whole and she character figure out how to, to not how be a like, white savior. Yes. Like everything about her like Miranda this season is like she doesn't know like how to speak words anymore.
4: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> She's a lawyer she has no idea. <laughs> like, these
2: I, don't, words. <laughs> I don't understand how she stopped being yeah. able to like use words. <laughs> (laughs) Mm -hmm. Totally,
3: and Ian, it was my my theory. And oh, I'm sorry, whenever Miranda has the backpack on, if you watch the series or rewatch it, whenever Miranda has her school backpack on, I swear she turns. That's when she becomes like the most blubbery idiot because it's like the subway with with Naya, and then this situation. probably probably because she gets wrecked
1: at school, and then she's just in that Mm -hmm. zone after getting demolished. She's been
3: at school all day. Like Mm. there you go
1: um yeah after that uh carrie and peter they meet up for a redo date uh carrie says you know i'm not ready it's too soon to see other people oh uh, this was w- yeah beautiful scene oh, aaron go
2: this was heartbreaking yeah yeah because she's she has the ring she's wearing his ring, yeah. Biggs ring Biggs still ring, yeah. and he just looks at her and he's like we're not having dinner tonight because he just knows oh. yeah and they have like that moment but like having his own experience, like he just knows. And like, there's just that connection of like understanding. And I, it was just beautiful the way that they, they didn't even really have to communicate yeah. that much in that scene to just know and understand each other.
1: Yeah. Speaking of the great acting you were talking about, I mean, Carrie and, and Peter, they they do the scene perfectly. Oh my gosh. It's so good. Yeah. Just yeah. subtle looks She's like subtle tears. So touching. So good. She's excellent. Yeah.
4: Like I'm, I'm like constantly just like blown over by like how good of an actor she is. Mm-hmm. Like there's like the scene like t- two episodes ago at the 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 uh, auction her ability to convey feeling awkward yeah is so authentic yeah. and like her emotions just always feel authentic and she has this way of embodying this character that is just like such a blast to watch. And that she shows up like that's such a, a classic. It feels like a, a, a Carrie move. The idea yeah. that she would just text, that she needs to show up. She needs to explain herself. And she shows There's up looking something... good.
1: That outfit was great that she was wearing. Oh,
4: yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's like, it, again, it's like this weird thing that she has of this classic old school mentality almost where it's like, yeah, I need to do this right. I need to do this proper. And I love that. And you feel for her.
1: Yeah. Uh, the next scene. uh, really i think this next the end sequence of this episode is, is is great um oh yeah so they all the girls meet up to start painting the women's shelter um steve and carrie get well mm. I, i'm sure i'm missing so just you know, if i miss something but steve and carrie get paired up and steve is just basically looking looking for answers mm. uh with carrie and of course carrie she says i did not really have anything I, I know nothing honestly like i didn't know anything But I did say like if you need to live your life, live your life. And Steve says he just always thinks he'll be married to Miranda. Uh, just more great Steve. Oh, good. It's great Steve moments. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
3: There's actually only been one other. I think it's one other time in the series where Carrie and Steve have been seen partners, and it's actually when. Carrie, it's out it's the Nina Katz episode mm. when Carrie's asking Steve like probing Steve about Aiden yeah yeah and they have like I actually those two they have good chemistry like Agreed. I just enjoyed watching the two of them kind of like bounce off e- each other I did have an issue with like just the general topic of Miranda in the scene because I thought like, so there's one part where they're asking about Steve's asking like why Miranda's like dating women Mm -hmm. and just with everything we've previously said in terms of like, we're talking about Che and everything that they represent and like what the show is trying to build them up to be. I just felt like that was very kind of like diminishing of their identity Mm -hmm. because there's no, even Carrie, kind of says like it's not a boy- like it's not about women it's about Che mm. it's like chay's not a woman <laughs> number one mm. oh, and, and like we've mean, spent yeah. the whole we've spent the whole series screaming that mm. like yeah. screaming about that Interesting. Yeah. and just like you know what i mean um so i just thought that was just a little bit dismissive but genuinely loved them like just carrie and steve just debriefing like it makes sense. Like, Carrie held it down, um, and obviously, like, they're connecting because they've both experienced a loss, mm-hmm. and I think, like, they just gelled well. Yeah. And, like, Steve kind of being Carrie's hero when the, the ring falls down. Yeah,
1: so we'll jump ahead, yeah. and then we'll circle back to the other situations Sorry, happening here. Just no, but that makes sense, right? Like, so Steve... Carrie is telling Steve that, you know, she's still in love. She's wearing John's wedding ring, Big's wedding ring, and then it falls down the pipe. Uh, Carrie freaks out, but, of course, Steve, as a duly notes in the film under her prose column, he is good at plumbing. He knows exactly <laughs> how to fix it. And he, op- yeah. he, op- oh, he opens yes. up the S, the S uh S pipe. And uh there it is. Um, but you're right. I think that's, you know, that's a great moment. And then that caps off later with Carrie. She puts the rings away, saying, you know, yeah. I think maybe it is time to move on. But before we get to that final ending here, uh also the other big uh scenario is at the uh shelter painting lily decides it's time for me to use a tampon uh during which they run to a porta potty so she tries to put it on ending with uh smug charlotte getting her period and having a flash period flash period (laughs) uh thoughts just more comedic greatness for these two yeah just 100%
3: just silly although i felt like we were spending a lot of time on like lily and charlotte inserting a tampon when i'm like (laughs) okay we're one episode away from the finale like Mm -hmm. let's get to step in Mm -hmm. yeah um but i love the moment that the three that like miranda charlotte and carrie have together when like they cover charlotte up yeah and miranda makes that joke about like repressing her flash period as soon as it happened like it was such <laughs> yeah. a just them moment fucking hilarious yeah. um and lily and charlotte yeah just bringing that comedy
1: uh anything aaron from that <laughs>
2: portion like you said i just love i love lily she's just hilarious yeah there's something about her that just like i don't know yeah i, I just ho- love her i
1: hope like netflix scooped her up from one of their upcoming like yeah. ya movies because she's super funny. Yeah, um, I, I think she has a strong future ahead of her. She's she's great. Uh
2: something that we you didn't mention just in general because they brought all these other characters in yes. is uh, Naya got a bunch of attention on this episode yes, as well. Naya and Andre, yeah. With her mm-hmm. with her husband, um and them being on very different pages mm-hmm. about um
1: baby. Yes. Mm-hmm. about oh, yeah. 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 Um, uh, what were your thoughts on that?
4: two separate they're not even on different pages they're in like two different books mm-hmm.
1: yeah. Two different <laughs> yeah, where
4: yeah this is supposed to be going yeah it,
2: you know i don't have and maybe that's why it didn't get even brought up by you because like who's naya and why do we care like yeah they haven't made me i it felt like uh, like she just said about the tampon thing like why are we Let's so get deep into this relationship about two characters i don't give Two shits about still. But like they didn't make yeah. me care about them enough.
1: I care about Seema way more than Naya. Like Seema I, is a, is so a yeah. very interesting character to me. So
2: she's cemented.
3: Yeah, she feels yeah.
1: correct in like the canon of Sex and the City. But Naya, especially since Naya, the, the conversation about the kids is brought up when she is looking at the other family with kids who are not like it's not like Brady. It's like a completely yeah. different family, right? It's um what's her names? It's the the Power Moms, Lisa, Lisa. Todd, Lisa Todd yeah. Wesley's family. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I was kind of, weird. but cool to bring it up. I, I mean, that's a real like, topic people have. You know. Yeah,
3: I like them both as characters. I don't know if they fit into the Sex and the City canon. Honestly, I would maybe watch like a side thing with them, like maybe a little bit more fleshed out. Mm-hmm. And I it like just that- has, they've just been dropping them in at random and you're that's- like, I yes. don't know what's and going on. And that's my <laughs>
2: issue. I like the conversation around them. Yes, I, I agree. like the conversation between yeah. about infertility. Yes. I like the conversation that they're having about like what happens when that happens and then you can't get on the same page, like I'm okay with this. If we don't have, like, I like the conversation uh, overall, uh, women deal with infertility and the shame of it and Mm -hmm. the inability to speak about it and miscarriages and Mm -hmm. rainbow babies Mm -hmm. and all this stuff. And it's all amazing conversation to have. And I'm there for that. Mm -hmm. I just, in the way that they did it, I just I don't It's too feel the brief. The same to these thing. Characters. It's too brief
1: for such a huge topic. And I and I think
4: Ian, you even mentioned like that scene where they had they go to have dinner with that couple a few episodes back. Yeah. It's like the first time like these like that the show has, has these characters. No, They're the brand new forward. that like right. no one knows who they are. You haven't had six seasons with them. And it's better, you know, a show like this, it's only half an hour. Yeah. So these these segments, yeah. these scenes you're watching are a minute, yeah, maybe two. Yeah, there's just not enough.
2: And if time, if, if you're right that they're gonna bring this back, then maybe flesh out those characters at a later date. But sure. if we don't know that for sure. That's then because like, she's gonna be hooking
4: I... up with Miranda by next season. Don't even stress about
0: you're
2: it. So wrong. What <laughs> you come off? Get bro. off that
4: train. That's not. <laughs> how I'm right. on this train. I'm on this train. Perfect for s- each other. Perfect
2: then I want to see the characters I love first. Yes. Not. These yeah. new characters that I'm unsure whether totally. they're going to exist again. Right. So mm-hmm. I don't know. But that one was one my- thing I really sorry. No, that's fine. That was just the end. Of- <laughs> I'm good. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. One thing I really did like about their sequence, though, was like the language. Uh, Naya says, "Like, let's not," or she says something, but she's like about like the miracle of us finding each other. Yeah, like that. Yeah, let's like, not have sub- that not
4: be enough for you. Us, the miracle yeah. of us finding each other, not be enough yeah. for you.
3: Yeah like that i like she just framed it in such a way where i was like wow it really like made the situation feel a lot more weighted in that moment considering i again hadn't also because like they could
1: have fleshed out nine more because as you were just saying that like that parallels steve and miranda right like miranda wants something else out of their marriage that steve does and You know, if Andre really wants kids, they have to have that conversation also, you know? So it's just like another. Yeah. They could have fleshed that out and had them have conversations around expectations of marriage, or not even expectations, like desires of what you want going into like the later parts of your life. Um, Of
3: course. Anyway,
1: episode ends. Carrie texts Peter about going on another third date. And then Carrie and Seema Mm -hmm. go to that nightclub that they met the owner to. And that's the end of the episode.
2: Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. Uh, So,
1: really briefly here. Oh, good.
3: Sorry, I just wanted to like before we move away from the painting situation. Yes,
1: please. I please.
3: just wanted to talk about um Lisa Todd Wexley's utility suit <laughs> that in <laughs> fact had tools built in. Utilities. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wanted to talk about that. I wanted to talk about Charlotte and LTW rolling up to charity. In, in a, a limo. limo i know that they address i know that they address it but it still happens i love it and yeah. i would also as much as we've been talking about great acting i'd like to talk about how everybody was so bad at fake painting like just emma, just not I, even a little bit trying emma at <laughs> like, one not point even a little bit
4: emma at one point we're just sitting there and she just like unprompted is like they're never gonna finish painting this place. <laughs> like everyone try. is talking. Everyone is talking. Everyone is talking. Losing no the rings is in the sink. No yeah. Also,
2: why is yeah. Carrie wearing the shoes she's wearing to paint? Hey, like because you
1: she know she has to. queen. When she steps in the paint, she, yeah.
2: like why is she wearing those shoes to begin with? <laughs> yes,
1: I
4: expect nothing less. Yes,
1: <laughs> it's true. There, it's true. But, it, there, but just,
4: there is also yeah. an amazing shot of Charlotte painting.
1: She's what did she paint? Super delicately. She's, yeah. she's
4: just doing this, and it's like, yeah. what? Are, you're painting the in like the door frame, which <laughs> is not white. Yeah. But you're painting white. You're doing nothing. What are you painting right now? It's
1: Lily. They Lily does trying. call her out.
4: Not, not at all. Not at all. Is hilarious.
1: Uh, I do love that I, <laughs> LTW's utility suit was all time. I forgot about <laughs> she that. She had like a
3: hairbrush. Like, <laughs> who are you?
1: <laughs> all timer is like an influencer utility suit. Is incredible. Yeah uh so so that was episodes eight and nine um before we wrap let's chat our hopes and dreams for the finale let's round table really quickly aaron we'll start with you
2: oh gosh you're gonna start with me um you know what you guys sort of started touching on it um with the whole carrie journey um and her acting i when the first episode dropped i had a lot of hot takes on um the death of big Mm -hmm. and i just felt like You know, I spent all this time invested in this show (laughs) where they finally were like, hey, here's your happy ending. And now I'm starting this new journey where it's like, all right, now I get to now I have to watch her go through this all over again. I admittedly, I was somewhat wrong. Because they somehow managed to make this journey worth it to me Mm -hmm. and to see her they gave her really great material Mm -hmm. the the scenes like figuring out how to to, how to navigate it um i i hope she goes on this date i don't necessarily want it to end with like carrie like finding another happy ending but i think that just seeing her find herself again and find who she is mm-hmm. as a new, new single woman again, um, would make me happy. And that's like, I'm all about Carrie. Cause I guess I am the Carrie. Mm-hmm. So that's what I want for the end for her is I want her to be in a, in a good place mm. where she's come to terms with her husband's death. And while obviously it's, she's never going to get over it mm-hmm. and big's always going to be there. Um, the journey of watching her get there has been what this season is for me.
4: Oh, Aaron, so beautifully, beautifully said. said. That's perfect. That amazing yeah. amazing.
1: Uh, catcher. Well, I,
4: now I wish you hadn't gone first. Because now, what am I supposed to say? I'm a dumb, dumb head. No, um, I just I think what happened was somewhere around like eight, maybe even nine at the table with the, blo- like, episode eight with the blowjob chat and then smug Charlotte, I was just, those episodes were just, like, mm-hmm. I love this show, and please don't make this be it. Please don't let this be a one-and-done thing. Like, I am so desperate to have these characters back. Like, they are just hitting their stride. Like, th- they have now, like, gotten through all the table-setting and all that other stuff. And it's like, this is a show I want to watch another season of. It's not like, oh, that was a nice treat that we just got to revisit with my friends. It was like, no, this is just hyped me for more. So, which leads to this idea of the podcast producer, who we all thought was going to be <laughs> the linchpin. he disappeared. Right? So, and, that, and that's when I realized that we're getting a season two. This dude, this is this is a sprinkling. We're setting it up. We know this is not a stranger by season the beginning of season two, but she's gone through this process with this guy, and we're going to see him again in season two. Mm. So I'm just... Uh, what I'm looking forward to is them to do exactly what Aaron just described, and if they can do that, I'm good. Hopefully they also ditch Che, because I this is not a relationship that needs to stick around. Not because of anything except I don't think she's a right for Miranda. Mm. I, They don't. They are not the kind of person Miranda needs in her in her -hmm. life in a relationship. So let's get all over this. Let her learn heartbreak. Let her go through this experience. Land that. If they can land that, her heartbroken but moving, but in a new place and positive, like in a positive place, that's gonna be perfect. Mm.
1: Boom.
3: What do I want for the finale? I don't know. I want Carrie to realize that. Maybe all this time what she was missing was a child. And I want her to adopt Lizette from
0: downstairs. (laughs) And then
3: I think I want Harry and Charlotte to break up and Harry and Steve to run away with each other. Oh, my God. I think I want (laughs) Che to run for president of the world.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um I'm not watching this show
2: anymore. Come <laughs> <I'm> out.
3: <laughs> and I want Miranda mm. to become a therapist. Mm.
4: Just just to keep and on this tone. Just to keep on this tone. Emma turns to me while Steven and uh Carrie are like trying to deal with the paint situation
3: was she picking up vibes
4: and she was like what if they was fucked though vibes. i did I was think like, that. like <laughs> i thought was like, for
3: what? a second
1: they might like have a connection but yeah. that would be too controversial there's no way there's but no way that yeah.
3: would be so chaotic I, evil and that oh is just what i want for 2022 i mean i mean <laughs> if they're
1: gonna do a season two the season finale would be steve kissing Harry, that would be oh. fucking. Weird. Oh my
2: God! But, Stop
1: it! imagine,
3: but
2: imagine, <laughs> but imagine can,
0: Steve
3: and Harry, <laughs> power enough. couple. Out
4: of I'm into enough. this. Um, hey, Steve is good at plumbing, but, and as we now oh know, Harry. God.
1: It's true. He's got the pipes. <laughs> Gotta got to be able to handle the Gotta pipes. Got to handle That's the right. pipes. All That's right.
3: right. And what are your predictions?
1: <laughs> I actually echo what Aaron said i just want carrie to be happy i think she can be happy as the you know was it the last single girl they talk about in the movie or something yeah. like that just living her life in new york because she is who she is and she loves who she is and if it works out with peter that's great if it doesn't that's also great because we just want to girl happy uh and i also hope for a season two because that would be great.
2: <laughs> yes
1: uh well that was it aaron what's next for will run Four? Where what can people hear you
2: um i don't know we drop weekly we uh do inside the runner studios where we get to know our um listeners every other week and then drop a regular episode um every- on the other weeks um i don't know Michael and I are running uh, planning to run hundred miles, so you can hear about you that journey. Holy shit psycho- <laughs> you do that
1: over a weekend, right? I remember when you did that last time. Psychotic. Um
2: now run we're to Toronto, we, we'll get Cosmo. We signed up <laughs> we signed up for a race in Arizona called the Havalina hundred um in October. So this year will be about the journey there. That's awesome. Um Listen, we also have, like, other hosts on our show who run, like, 5Ks and half marathons and are, like, yes. you know, not stupid like us. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and we laugh about it, and it's funny, yes. and I, uh,
1: we have a good time. Yeah, I want to reemphasize, Will Run for is not about speed. It's not about your, you know, competition, placing, and all that sort of stuff. It's about a positive running environment, which is very cool yeah. and hard to find in, like, the world of athletics. So uh, definitely go check that out if you need to get inspired. Even if you don't run, just like throw it on. They're fun the four of them are fun to listen to. It's it's great.
2: Yeah, we're very community based. We love mm-hmm. our listeners. We love cheering everyone on whether you're running like a mile or you're run an interval runner where you're run walking. We just we love the community.
1: Yeah. Uh so <laughs> in the meantime, next week just keep an eye out social media. We got our Sex in the City 2 Watch along, Aaron. <laughs> you better make sure Mike sits his ass down and watches all two oh and a half hours of this because
2: <laughs> he barely could handle oh. these he is, two oh, episodes he is watching on my this <laughs>
1: Highly problematic movie, and he is watching <laughs> it and loving every second of it. Uh, so keep an eye for that. Boom, we'll post on socials with all of our updates. In the meantime, Aaron, thanks again for joining us. Boom catcher, I love you both. I'll see you next time.
4: Love you both. Good to see everyone. Yep. Have a good thanks night. Thanks for everybody. having me. Bye. Bye.
0: Bye-bye. Bye-bye.